Welcome on in Bay Area or wherever you may be listening. This is your favorite podcast. Let's be honest. We call it No Work Today. That's spelled the intelligent way. K-N-O-W Work Today. Please follow us at that handle on Twitter. Get us up to triple digits. What uh, number? Uh, this guy, Hank, by the way. I am Bill. Uh, you know me better as Zachariah. I am alongside Hank and Sal. Uh, Hank text messages me every day with an update of how many followers that we have. And he does it by saying, call us a certain player. Uh, what player are we on right now? We're, Hank? we're, we're Ty Dollar Sign Montgomery. Okay, so for the people that have no idea that what you're talking about, Ty Dollar Sign is a rapper. Ty Montgomery is a football player. What number does he wear? 88. 88. Okay, so we're, we're so we're 12 away from triple digits. We're grinding up. It's it's a humbling uphill battle. Yeah, I mean you're. I mean every day it's like call us To, call us uh, you know whoever T Y Hilton. It's like all these different things that you're hitting me with. But just we, get us. We to better triple hope digits. it's not T Y Hilton. That guy's number 13. Will you stop texting the group thread if we get to triple digits? Can we get that yes. agreement? Yeah. All right. Uh, in this episode, we are going to recap week three, a wild week three. We're going to give you the picks that we either won or lost on. At the end of this podcast, we will give you our Thursday night pick. What do we have? Green Bay and Chicago. What's the spread? I didn't pick that game. That was the one that you didn't put on the uh, on the text thread, Salo. Uh, I did put it on there, and oh. it was. Uh, did I pick it? It's a uh, Sal hung the hook on us. It's it's Packers minus seven everywhere, but we got seven and a half to deal with. This game has been fluctuating during the day. It was seven and a half early in the week, went down to seven um, yesterday, and then was back up to seven and a half throughout the day today. So action on the Packers, people not trusting the Bears, um, but that hook is a devastator because you hate to win by a TD and lose your bet. Okay, first flag on me because I did pick it, so you did put it in the uh, in the text thread. We will give you our picks at the end of this podcast, uh, but right now we want to remind you that we are brought to you by, Hank, our proud sponsor, The Lumber Baron. It's your place for quality redwood, cedar, and reclaimed lumber. Go to thelumberbaron.com. Use the promo code NOWORK today for a 10% discount on your next fencing, decking, siding, or reclaimed project. Family owned and operated since 1978. That's thelumberbaron.com. Promo code NOWORK today. The Lumber Baron, real good wood. All right, let's go back to, shall we, gentlemen? Let's go back to... Week three. It started off with I'm guessing ugly of, times. Ugly. I'm guessing. Let, let's just start with the with, with the Niners and the Rams. First of all, we got screwed. What was it? Two and a half. The Rams were minus two and a half, and it's they won by two in a crazy game. People were saying that was the most entertaining football game of the year. Would you agree? I mean, it was two crappy teams, and there was a lot of points. But do you think it was the best game of the year? As Hank likes to say, I hope you had insurance on your barn because that thing was going deep into the night. A game that. Looked like it was over, and then we had a, a fumbled kickoff and an onside kick and Unbelievable. Every, everything you could imagine down the stretch. Niners outscored the Rams 19-7 to in the fourth quarter. That will kick you. If you're in Vegas... That's a backdoor and cover. You, and you need that bet to go play some blackjack or go to the club that night, and you watch your team... You bet on a team that was favored by two and a half, win by two in that fashion, that's enough to make you puke. I, Fact. I, I will say from a fan perspective, usually we get these really ugly games on Thursday nights that are low scoring and people can't get it together. Yeah. I think America would be highly in favor of this version of Thursday night football where it's sloppy, but it's a shootout sloppy. Well, for fantasy, obviously, if you had Gurley, you were thrilled. If you had, uh, if you were trotting out uh, Sammy Watkins or you were trotting out Goff or if you, God forbid, you had had Pierre Garçon. What do we call him? The French waiter? <laughs> Why is that? Again? We're going to do a whole segment on our random nicknames, but what is it? So Garçon means waiter in French? Uh, in Spanish, but his first oh. name's Pierre. 
So, okay. So Pierre is Haitian gentleman. Okay. And uh, so Pierre is French. Garcon means waiter in Spanish. He's the oh, French he's the waiter. French waiter. Okay. Makes a ton of sense. Uh, and then there was this game. I don't know. Let me ask you this guy. I would like to put this on the poll. Once we get like enough followers where people will actually vote on our polls, we'll actually put these polls up. Until then, I'm just going to tell you polls that I would like to put up that we're obviously not going to. I would like to put on the poll. Do you wake up at six in the morning? To watch the Jaguars? To any, do you wake up early to watch the, the games in London? I think that would be kind of like the presidential polls where we'd get a bunch of people who wouldn't admit it. Bunch of guys who'd go out there and hammer, no, absolutely not. But I don't wake are? up. Oh, they're up. I like it. They're Closet up, they're London up, game fans? They're, they're up at the, before the crack of dawn, Woo! bet ticket in their paw, sweating <laughs> like a stuck pig. Daily and then they And then they say, hey, on the poll? No. No, I wouldn't wake up that early. That's ridiculous. Uh, I would like to know. I mean, I'd like to know what the ratings are for that. Wasn't it not even on TV? It was only online. It was like Yahoo Stream or some shit. Yeah, this they, is they, weird. They, they made some deal. Anyways, the Jaguars beat the dog piss out of the Ravens, forty-four to seven. That that Ravens touchdown screwed me in fantasy double fold. By the way, I had the Jaguars defense, so it blew my shutout. And Fournette got the touchdown. I was going against Fournette. Regardless, the Jaguars seem to be pretty bipolar. They look great in the two wins that they've gotten, and they look terrible in the one loss that they had. Interesting angle on the Jaguars. They have really bad fan support in Jacksonville, as we all know. So they're a frequent team that gets sent to London. Did they have an edge in this game? Was it an advantage Jaguars? They've won their last three games in London. They know how as to As far travel. as London's concerned, the Jaguars are a juggernaut. They definitely have a slight edge in the experience of having played there multiple times. And some, I mean, some of it is fan support, but some of it is just for real understanding your body clock and how to get over the jet lag and practice and... And play in that stadium. So Raven said they never want to go back to London again, and I don't blame them based on the way they perform. So all three of us lost the Rams-Niners game by a half a point. Did all three of us lose the Jaguars-Ravens? I know I chose the Ravens, right? Uh, you, you and you and Hank lost. I won it. I had. Ooh, the, you took the Jags. I had the Jaguars. I like the Jaguars a lot in terms of their defense. I said I think I said this last week when I was making this pick, but. They, they looked good week one, and they got blown out by the Titans. As yeah. a guy who likes the Titans, I took that loss to the Titans more as a feather in the cap for a Titans than a negative on the Jaguars. We all know Bortles is not the quarterback you want on your squad, but the Jaguars have been spending high, high draft picks and attracting free agents on that defense. I think their defense is for real, and they want to ride Fournette. So when they can get a lead, they're a good team. You don't want to see Bortles playing catch-up. But other than that, Jaguars are a respectable team. Let's go to Browns-Colts. This was a no-brainer to me. I'm not sure how strong League Salo felt about it. Uh, we both got wins on it. It was it was Browns minus one against the Colts. Me and Salo took the Colts. Hanker doodle. Can you, all that yelling you did at me last week about God knows what pick. I think it was the Bears who looked good, by the way, this week. Uh, why in God's name would you ever bet on the Browns? I think it was the first time first they were all, favored first on the road all, I, in like I, I, 20 that was, years. That was a game that I specified multiple times that I would never, ever bet on. Yeah. I picked it for our thing. I know. Uh, I was it, you like you yelled was, at me last week. It was week. an absolute shit show. I had no idea what to make sure make of Deshaun Kaiser or Jacoby Bursette. Bursette's. And I called up Fat Art, and the guy hit me with it's a punchers <laughs> that you go By the with way, the nobody knows who Fat Art is on this podcast. Actually, the people listening probably do know who he is. But once we get bigger and bigger. I literally, I called sorry. in the backups, whatever your That's lifeline. That's his cousin and my best friend, just in case I called you my lifeline, and the guy said, go with the Browns. So you, I did. You never go with the Browns. That's just a lesson. Anyways, that was a terrible game. I started out ugly times ugly times ugly yeah you have a, you went 0 and 7 in the first seven games that's that's hard to do i'll put it to you like this. well the next three we all lost remember how we were saying whenever we're all in agreement we have to keep tally of how how good we do with that because i know we were good the first couple of weeks but i don't think we were we were terrible this week uh we all picked the 
Uh, Steelers minus seven and a half at the Bears. That didn't work out. Lost Bears, outright. Bears won outright. Uh, we all picked the Dolphins minus six at the Jets. That didn't work out. The Jets won outright. And we all picked the Broncos minus three at the Bills. That didn't work. The Bills won outright. All these games had a different flavor to me. The Steelers, we know, we, we've heard for years how Roethlisberger is great at home and not good on the road. That personality seems to permeate the whole team. They kind of sleepwalked through that game. Nobody for Pittsburgh looked ready to play. I was I was perplexed. I expected them to turn it on at any time. I To me, that that didn't seem like the Bears shutting them down. That just seemed like the Steelers is sleepwalking. the proper... Past tense version of sleepwalk. That it could be, it couldn't slept be. I'm not walked. Sure. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> sleptwalk. I mean, it's sleep <laughs> and slept, but there's no, just, no. It just sounded funny, sleepwalk. Yeah. But, Anyways, yeah. That I mean, I, I don't know why they're so much different. And I well, we'll we'll do our picks tomorrow in terms of the rest of the games. But I don't think that that whole bit, big bet on the road is an actual thing. I mean, aren't you, if you're good, does it matter where you're playing? I mean, it's a trend, but this game, as for the whole team, it's not one of those going east to west for a late game or going west to east for an early game. There, there shouldn't have been any travel concerns. It's a short trip, Pittsburgh to Chicago, so uh, I'm not sure, but that makes you question the Steelers. Maybe it has something to do with the chemistry of Le'Veon missing training camp. They're not all on the same page yet. Who knows, but they looked bad. All right. Dolphin, uh, Dolphins, Jets, I'm looking at you, Bill, to give us some insight what's going on with the Dolphins. I mean, they stink. They, Shut out and in going into the fourth quarter. The Jets going into week three were unarguably the worst team in the league. And the Dolphins didn't just lose. They got blown out. Jay Cutler looks like a guy that literally just came for the paycheck. He, and he'd he rather looked, be he sitting looked like, on the couch drinking a beer and smoking a cigarette. De- uh, and let's emphasize the smoking a cigarette part. I was just has, about to say that that guy looked like he wanted a cigarette. Because he, he's got three legitimate wide receivers in Stills and Parker and Landry. Three And, and, and Ajayi, I mean, we all know he's a bowling ball of hate. It's a as, fact. As Salah likes He's to a call downhill him. runner like Carson Palmer was. And the defense is not bad. The front line is decent. Now they had the issue with the with the Pittsburgh linebacker who went who went AWOL in week one, so he didn't play. And uh, shocker, they reinstated him for week three, week four. Tell me if you had that in your books. Um, if you lose, believe me that that indefinite suspension is going to shorten up real quick. But the bottom line is, Jay Cutler stinks. When when Tannehill went down, so did the Dolphins' season. So I shouldn't have been shocked. But the Jets were so bad, I thought the Dolphins were going to win that game and win comfortably. What was the third one on that flavor? Uh, we, we had Broncos at Bills. This was an interesting game in the fact that the public consensus was heavily on the Broncos. This line opened two, moved up to three, three and a half in some places. And went to seven? At, no, no. This is three. Like, oh, Broncos minus three. Minus three. But uh, everybody was on the Broncos, and uh, the Bills gave it to them. And it just shows kind of the NFL unpredictability week to week. Maybe this is overreaction to the Broncos in in uh, week two with their resounding win over the Cowboys. Buffalo's a tough place to play. And also, did you see the joke that pretty much sealed the deal for the Bills? The Von Miller Von snafu. Miller. Von, Von Miller and Tyrod Taylor are like cool. They're friends. You could see Tyrod laughing after the play. He wasn't they were even messing, mad. They were messing with each other the entire game. He apologized for it publicly. I Von, saw that. Von Miller went to help Tyrod Taylor up and then pulled his hand back, like messing with him. And they were both laughing and they threw a 15-yard... Uh, unsportsmanlike conduct penalty, which led to a uh, a field goal for the Bills, which pretty much sealed the game. The, the refs are a joke when they do stuff like that. It's one thing if you go a no fun league. If you go to pick them up and then maybe you push them down or something, and you guys are clearly not getting along. If you're joking around, first of all, is he required to pick the guy up? 
If he's not required to pick the guy up, then what does it matter if he fakes to pick him up and then doesn't pick him up? Totally agree, especially in the realm of taunting, which is nothing. I mean, if, if refs are making a controversial call on an illegal roughness play that's jeopardizing somebody's health, it's one thing. There might be some gray area. But taunting is ridiculous. I put that in the same category as touchdown celebrations. Don't throw a flag. Nobody cares. And I thought the NFL particularly was getting better about the, this. Particularly of, when the game is going to be affected. Well, yeah. and Also, I thought the NFL was getting better about this. They, they're more lax now on the, on the touchdown celebrations, although Odell got a penalty for acting like he was taking a pee and the owner said i'm, I'm gonna have a personal talk with him whatever way, that I means say, i can say piss now i need to start working the traditional radio professionalism out of myself you can't say piss when you don't uh, do normal radio by the way how incredible were those two odell catches both of them. the second one was amazing the second one was amazing the first one was i mean damn close um anyways here is one where hank you were again a loser you took the pats the Texans, oh God, I don't even want to talk about this game. I'm going to leave this to you two because I hate was... the Patriots so much. It was the Patriots minus 13 at home against the Texans. The Texans completely choked, didn't go for it on fourth and inches when they could have sealed the game. And then, of course, Tom Brady comes back and wins the game. I'm done. I'm the, done talking about this. This game. was one where I was sickened by it and I said I would never bet, but I begrudgingly laid the points on the Pats at home, thinking that Belichick, being the alleged defensive guru that everyone tells me he is, was going to really stifle a rookie QB in his second or third start or second start, whatever it was, and I was dead wrong. Deshaun went in there and looked like a seasoned vet. Watson looks solid. I think, as Bill alluded to, there was some situational play where you really put it on the coaching staff a little bit for Houston that they didn't manage the game down the stretch better. Um, but another thing I think to look at long term, and I, I talked about it this, the reason I picked Houston was the pass rush. They sacked Brady five times, including a sack fumble six. So that was part of their getting the lead early in the game. Brady, even when he's successful, he threw five touchdowns, taking a lot of hits. How much is his 40-year-old body going to hold up over the course I, of the season? I hope not well. And I'm, I'm not normally root for the injury guy. I can't stand the Patriots. I'm so tired of Tom Brady. That game made me want to puke, and you know why? Because I knew the second the Texans punted when they could have and should have ended Coaches the game. Coaches punt way too often in situations when they should not. Especially awful. when you're trying to pull an upset. At some point, you have to go for the jugular. Exactly. Yeah, it's not Th like this is what This is what we got to go over in my proposed segment, if I was coach. Oh, God, if I was coach. We'll see if we ever get to that. Uh, let's move along here, gentlemen. We all agreed on this one. The Saints were plus six at Carolina, and we all picked the Saints, and not only did they cover that six, uh, they won the game. Panthers have had, outright. Panthers are two and one, and they've got a really weird season so far. I don't oh, know yeah. what to at, make of it. Their defense is ridiculous, but what's going on with Cam? I don't know, but at 2-0, and I think we all agreed that they were in our worst 2-0 and segment, I believe. Yeah. Did, did we all pick them as our worst 2-0? No, and I, I, I went off the Richter. I picked them. I did, too. Yeah, no, and, I know. And they, I felt instantly vindicated when they just got shellacked by the Saints, who were just, you know, they have, the worst, that segment, by the, they have the worst defense in the league. Oh, the, by the way, just got news from Clay from the Bay. For all of our loyal listeners out there, by the way, I make jokes about how little people are listening, but to the ones that are, we love you dearly. Spread the word. That's a fact. Uh, we've got a film shoot. Early next Ooh. week, gentlemen. So clear your schedules for either, I think, Tuesday. I think Tuesday we're going to oh. be shooting, and we're going to be on location. Oh, boy. We're going are, to a bar, gentlemen. Are the makeup artists going to be there? Hey, we're going to need them. We are going to need them in droves. Believe me, we have faces to cover. Uh, let's move on to the Buccaneers and the Vikings. I was the only one that got this right, not to toot my own horn, but you guys took the Buccaneers, who I continued not to believe in, uh, and the Vikings smashed up on them at home. They were minus two and a half. This was one where I just picked against the QB that was a backup with limited experience. Keenum looks amazing. Oh, he sure he did. He was dealing out he, there. He was Diggs. He was. Di I love Diggs. That guy is one of the best players in ball. I was a year too early on him in fantasy. 
That hurt. I, I also went against Keenum and was proved wrong. If, if you're looking for angles to hammer uh, down the stretch, the Buccaneers so far, they've given up 300-yard passing games to Mike Glennon and Case Keenum. So wow. not the strongest defensive wow. secondary there. Yeah, that's real bad. Uh, then we had the Falcons and the Lions. This was one where we all were in agreement, and we all won. We all took, uh, who the hell did we take? We took the Falcons, and we, I don't even know if we should count this as a win. We got lucky, but hey, you know what? With the, the, the ugly manner that we all lost the uh, Rams game, they owed us one, oh, and, it's, it's, and they gave it, it back to itself us. Right out. That's a fact. I they, like that. They owed us one. I watched that replay uh, a dozen times, and I still don't know what happened on that play. It was real close. The knee went down. But I, enough to overturn it? Uh, probably not. It and have a 10-second runoff. That the was ten, a weird The 10-second runoff is just the rule. They, in, they, they enforce the rule correctly. Yeah. But I agree with what Bill's saying. If it's too close to call, you got to go with the call on the field. I heard people saying also another angle of even if he wasn't across the line when his knee went down, he didn't have control of the ball. He was still juggling the catch until he was over the line. It was crazy. Well, was- I, I read an article that refs this season have made a point of emphasis being that they're less likely to overturn a call, which is why I was shocked by that. And then we're going to do a segment at some point when we're searching for stuff to talk about because we can do it whenever. Uh, chat my ass. As I wanted to say, chat my hide. <laughs> Hank says that's too old school. Um, so we're going to do chat my ass. And that 10-second rule thing is a joke. You know why? The Lions had a timeout. So if they had just ruled him down and not a touchdown, they would have called a timeout a and they would have had at least one more play, depending on what they called, probably two, to get into the end zone. It was a joke that they just said, oh, yeah, not only is he not in and it's not a touchdown, but the game's over because we're running 10 seconds off. Even though, Detroit, you have a timeout. That chaps my ass. Yeah, yeah, that Sorry. was bullshit. I got real passionate there, but I, I didn't even have a. I didn't even actually. I, I picked against that, so I shouldn't have been that upset. And I'm not a Lions fan, but it just it annoyed me from watching sports perspective. It made no sense to me. It was an incredible game, and then it ended horribly. Uh, let's move on. Giants and Eagles. Uh, Sal and I won this. Hanko, not so much. He took the Eagles minus six. I picked the, the winning team. I just couldn't cover. It was an uglier game than I expected. And the Giants, Giants should have won that game. Giants though. were more desperate at 0 and, through, 0 and 2 than I thought they were. And then would the, be. what was it, a 62 yarder? Oh, yeah, it was 61 yards. But Give him your paycheck, Wentz. We, I mean, we forget down the stretch, the Giants were shut out in the first three quarters, and their offense continued. The off, Giants' offense had zero touchdowns for the first 11 quarters of football. Yeah, but this then they season. got three in about four minutes. They got hot, and that's <laughs> it's going to haunt the Eagles. The Eagles have some major injuries on defense. Fletcher Cox, the defensive stud in the middle of the line, also looking to be out this week. So Philadelphia banged up, and maybe, even though they won the game, they gave Eli and co. a little bit of life to keep their season <coughs> well, alive. Well, they're 0-3. What's the numbers on that? I know they always do the 0-2 numbers. What are the 0-3 numbers? Unlike, anybody know how many teams make the playoffs after starting Less than 3? 10%. I'm sure. But they still got a punchers in that division. You given mean punters? The, uh, I'm going to say, yeah, punters, as Big Art would say. Yes, fat but, Art. Fat Art. But, uh, we do, have, we do have a division that's up for grabs, I think. I'm obviously not a believer in Dallas. So if you're fighting for the wild card at 0-3, it's a devastator. But we've seen teams before win a division at 8-8 eight eight frequently. So Let's move on to the team that I love against the team that you guys love. It was Seahawks at Titans. Titans were minus 2.5. I took the Seahawks. And despite Russell Wilson putting up 50 fantasy points, uh, you two won that and I lost it. I know you guys are big on Tennessee. I'm still not. And I think Seattle's a lot better than how they're playing. I got to be honest, that game, I didn't feel quite as good about it going in. It was just, I like Tennessee at home. That was really my only angle. Salah, I know you're a big Tennessee guy. 
Yeah, I mean, the game was a lot more high scoring than I expected. I a lot of my pick here was I was anti Seattle's offense so far. They don't spend the money on the O line, and I, I I didn't think they'd be able to run the ball, and they weren't. But as you said, Russell Wilson had a big game. Um, Forty seven or some. Yeah, t- Tennessee pulled Tennessee, Tennessee pulled it out. It was over 50. Uh, but not the way that I expected. I really like Tennessee with what they call the exotic smash mouth offense. It's a counterplay. You know, as the NFL is going more and more pass heavy, the Titans run it a lot. DeMarco, I, I, Henry. I, I like that even Mariota's a threat to run. Yeah. And then they do what Dallas had a lot of success with Delac- last year. Delaney Walker runs the ball sometimes. Yeah. They soften you up with the run, and that opens things up for, for Mariota in the pass game. So I remain a big fan of the Titans. I still believe in the Seahawks, and I'm not a big believer in the Titans. But we'll see how it all unfolds. I am Zachariah, a.k.a. Bill. He's Hank. He's Sal. This is No Work Today. we got four more games to go before we give you our Thursday night pick. Uh, we have the Packers and the Bears. That's in Green Bay, correct? That's a fact. Aaron Rodgers has asked the crowd to lock arms. We'll get into the protest stuff uh, at another time. So let's move on to the Chiefs and the Chargers. Uh, this is one where me and Hank won it. Sal did not. Sal keeps rolling them, Sal the, rolling those die on the Chargers. He's a glutton for that Chargers punishment. <laughs> he loves San Diego. He said, uh, he, he said, give me the bolts. He picked them to win the West. Uh, it was Chiefs minus three. They cover easily. Uh, the Chiefs looked like... The, whoa, I mean, whoa, easily. I don't know about that. Didn't they win? Well, by, they were up big, and then, as Phillip Rivers always does, they came yeah, back yeah, to Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. My bad. 24 to 10. I, you know, the Chiefs... Hat tip to them. They're as balanced a team as oh, I think we've seen right so now. far. Results-wise, so far, they've played the best. Because the Pats could be one best. and two. This is true. This is true. They should have lost the, last The week. Chiefs, very well-balanced team. They for, Previously, Alex Smith has been too conservative. He's opened it up a little bit this year. Their defense is balanced. Did you hear I, the theory on this, by the way? That he's, oh, go ahead, finish. Well, I, you know, I was just going to say, they've adjusted better than I thought they would to the loss of Eric Berry in the opener. Yeah. I, were you talking about the theory of Alex Smith being worried about losing his yes. job? And, yeah, that's I, why he's better. That was my theory. You know, I, What? Yeah. Last week, I said Alex Smith is playing desperate. You guys said, how is he desperate? Blah, blah, blah. I said, because he's playing on a one-year deal for his job. I'd love to know. That's a stone-cold fact. Oh, we got the tape. I also need to know when I heard the take from the national people that said that first. No, 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 no. You heard it here first? No, no, no. I'm going to check the tape on where I heard it, because I know who I heard it from, and I can look up the actual date, and then we can figure out when you said it. But go ahead, Gavin. As you mentioned, I went with the Chargers here and lost. I will continue to ride or die with the Chargers. Just a preview. I'll even say it now. We haven't even done our week four picks i'm going chargers again i did too I, well i did this time you know why i did this time it's like if you're playing roulette and you bet on black three times i mean black showing up i if mean you saw red the first that's what's times. known as the gambler's fallacy bill and has no basis in truth well, but it I, will this I, week. I love me some chargers I, it will this week all right let's move on uh Bengals at packers i was the one idiot that thought the packers could cover they almost lost this game uh you lost before this game kicked because by kickoff the line was down to minus seven and you were hanging the minus meaner yeah the market market was heavy on this one there's a lot of steam on this line um, what a steam you know by the way you guys should be using all of the inside nonsense degenerate gambler lingo that you have the smart because mo- uh, nobody the, loves here, it the guy the, that doesn't gamble i would listen to you guys talk gambler lingo all day long whatever a steamer is is the best thing here, going here's Please a describe little, what a here's steamer a, here's is. a quick bit of lingo for you the sharp loot got hammered promptly 
promptly on the Cincinnati bongos. The, sh- the sharp loot getting hammered in. <laughs> okay. Right. Steam steam bill means when a li- line is moving decisively Quickly. in one direction. Yes. Yeah, so right before kickoff. It, or it can be at any. You can have steam at any time, but it means there's a line moving. Sometimes that it'll thing's happen. Steam for a week straight. Like bill. something's minus four and then it goes to minus seven. That's a steamer. That would be more dramatic. Even just something going from nine to seven. That's a so lot of steam. So the sharps go in, see the line. They put so much money on it that Vegas has to move the line. Anything can. Anything can cause steam. You can see steam off sharp money. You can see injury. Ste- you, can, you can see steam off an injury. Steam off public money. So it can anything. Steam off the weather. You'll see sometimes. So Ooh. again, anything that's literal steam. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, so I lost this game before it started. By the way, didn't before, they, before it started, only, you were in a world of hurt. What was the final on that game? Yeah. Uh, Packers. Packers came back to salvage it, but they it, won by three. They were favored by nine. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But, but like, yeah, you weren't going to win with the seven or the nine, but it felt like you had lost before a kick when I looked up and it was suddenly seven. I said, oh, Billy boy. Here's one where not only us three took the big fat red L as Sal puts on our on our graphics, oh, but yoy, the entire yoy. Bay Area Raider Nation, uh, the Raiders got. minus three and a half at Washington got I'm absolutely steamrolled. Literally bullied, bullied, punished, punked, whatever terms you want to use. It was a sad, sad sight because here was the part that really, really blew my mind. I fancied the Raiders O-line as one of the meanest, toughest bunches in the league, and they just went out there and got their ass whooped. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, it was it was ugly, and uh, you just said it. The most expensive line, offensive line in NFL history. Here's the worst part. They weren't even blitzing. They were sending four, and they were getting to car in like two seconds. And, uh, and Carr had that sad like look. Crap. Amari looked like. Did you hear? Uh, Amari has the most drops in the league, by the way. Did you hear? Um, uh, who's you the, hear me? Who's Amari the, has yeah, the most drops that. in the league. That. Who's the guy that went from uh, Carolina to Washington? The star cornerback, Norman. Josh Norman. Yeah. Did you hear Josh Norman after? I did not. He talked so much shit on Amari Cooper and Michael Crabtree. It was unbelievable. What did he say? There were a couple of jokes. He said, "Don't you ever come up in here talking about how many yards you're gonna get, how much you're gonna dominate. You ain't done nothing." You guys ain't done nothing and we shut you down and you want to talk about where I'm playing or what side I'm on. I covered you in every single different kind of defense there could possibly be and you guys didn't do shit is basically what he said. First of all, I think he made it up because Josh Norman's a full-blown nut job and Crabtree's a shit talker mid-game, but he doesn't talk a lot during the week and, and Amari Cooper seems like the, the most conservative, quietest guy on the planet. So I, I think he made it all up, but the bottom line is Josh Norman was just talking hella shit on him. Amari Cooper game. didn't even react when... Uh... Was it? I don't know if it was Pac-Man Jones. I believe so. In his first preseason game, remember the guy ripped off his helmet and hit him in the face with his own helmet? And Amari Cooper just looked at the guy like, oh, come on, man. Oh, <laughs> Pac-Man Jones. It's yeah, all he, good. No, he stuffed his head in the in the turf in Oakland. Yeah. I mean, is, is, that a got th- a is that a theme with the Raiders receivers? Because we all know Crabs got his chain ripped off yeah. by when, when, a, when he got a, his a chain, Talib Kweli. When well, he got we'll that chain snatched, that. I knew the game was over. We'll talk about, well, no, the game was over because Derek Carr wasn't playing. Um, but we'll talk about that. They actually, the Raiders go back to Denver uh, next week or this Sunday. So we'll talk about that tomorrow. Uh, before we get to our Thursday night pick, gentlemen, let's just go over Monday night football. Cowboys minus three and a half at Arizona. Me and Hank took the Cowboys and won. 
Uh, Salo took the Cardinals and lost. What was your reasoning behind taking the Cardinals at home, Salo? Mostly line value, three and a half. Well, you're also not a big Cowboys guy. You I, had the Cowboys and the Raiders coming back to earth. I right? do, I do. I don't believe in the Cowboys, and this game did not change my mind for that regard. I, this was mostly I could not trust the Cardinals based upon their season thus far. Carson Palmer looks old. Their defense is not Carson as dominant. Six Palmer. Yeah, they they looks. But again, Carson this, downhill runner Palmer. <laughs> he's a Puma in the pocket. We he all is. know. But this was a line value Inside play Jones, for me. Three and a half. We had the field goal and the hook at home. Had to play it. If it was um, three, would, you, would it have changed? Yeah, if it was three, then it would have been one of those where I didn't want to pick either way. I probably still would have gone Cardinals and, and gotcha. lost anyway. Gotcha. Um, but I, I assume we, along with all of America, was impressed with Larry Fitz. We've written this guy. I was guy. not impressed with Larry Fitz based on our fantasy matchup, actually. <laughs> I was actually. unbelievably impressed. Uh, the, the, the guy looked like he was, was 22 years I old. Was, I was steaming Willie Beeman. When he when he first caught the, the his touchdown, I knew it was over, even though Fitz needed like 20-something to beat me. And then I just proceeded He's to— He's one of my favorite players ever. Oh, boy. Like, non-reasoning for liking him, not local, not on my favorite team— I love that guy. And he was, what was his final numbers? He he put up a 30 spot. Let's move on. That's great. Okay, by the way, just so you know, Hank's clearly angry because he lost in fantasy because of Pitts. That's great. So that had me at 8 8 on the week. Salo was 8 8 on the week. Uh, Young Hanker Doodle went 6 10. That's tough to do if you try. And as Salo told us, we're all going to be hovering around 500. It's a stone. Uh, Me and Hank are 22 24 1, and Salo is 23 23 1. So we're a game behind. We're all neck and neck. We're playing the tough game of picking every single game. That's true. That's true. This is, you know. The people know these are not ones that we would advise. It's just if we had to bet what we'd do. All right. uh, Thursday night football. As you are listening to this, hopefully on your ride home, hopefully your day of work went quickly. Uh, who do you guys got? I'm taking the pack. I'm doubling up. I took them at nine and a half against the Bengals at home uh, last week. They're at home against the Bears. Uh, give the line and the spread and your pick, Sal. Uh, so we got the Bears on the road in Green Bay. Again, still early enough in the season that we're not seeing too much inclement weather. Um, they're getting seven and a half. This is a game that we mentioned earlier has been bouncing around, went to seven, seven and a half. So public money looks like on the Packers here. Um, the Bears, tough team to trust. Tough Glenn, Bears. Glennon's not the quarterback that you like. Um, I don't. I don't like the Packers enough here to lay the touchdown and a hook. You know, at six, maybe I would be tempting the Packers, certainly. The hook. But seven and a half, I think the Bears can keep this a one-score game. Uh, they have a chance uh, to win outright, but I think they certainly have a chance to keep it close. I like the duel, the, the two-headed monster of Jordan Howard and Tariq Cohen uh, lets them get some of that underneath stuff, especially when they're trailing. They send guys deep. They have the running backs underneath. They can continue to move the ball. Uh, they're not a sexy team. Uh, there's no big names on the Bears. That's why the public doesn't like them. You can't name a single receiver that they have. Nothing sexy, but an NFL-caliber defense, so I like them to keep it at a one-score game. I'm disgusted by this seven-and-a-hook line. Uh I was looking at pack minus seven. I like that. The hook is a devastator. Make um, your pick. I'm going to just take the Packers at home minus seven and a half, even though I wouldn't actually bet it. There I you go. It. I hate the hook. So we got Salo taking the points with Chicago on the road. You got Hank. You got Bill. They are taking Green Bay. You like how I did a weird third person there? They with me in there along with Hank. Uh, that'll do it for us. Until next time, you're welcome. 
Uh, are we, are we going to play that You're Welcome we ending with I, The I, Rock? I think we should sing our own rendition of it for uh, to make sure that there's no Disney issues with licensing, etc. No, no, but I thought your whole theory was play it and then wait. And, if we actually have a no, problem now, on now, our hands, it means we've made it. No, now I'm, now I'm way more confident that we're way Disney. Way more confident oh, yeah. with less than 100 followers. No, but this stuff's gold, Jerry. Okay. At No Work Today on Twitter. K-N-O-W Work Today. Shout out to Zumi from Zionite, by the way, for the intro. We're working on a few more. We're hoping to have one for each day of the week don't forget go to thelumberbaron.com for all your wood needs build a deck build a fence make your house better people use the promo code at no work today for 10 percent off of your project that'll do it for us we'll see you tomorrow manana where we'll be talking about week four all of our picks what we're looking to see hank will probably fit in some fantasy stuff that will annoy me but that's how we roll here no work today holla